When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm delighted, I've been la-di-da-din Not a lot of thoughts when I ponder from the top Man, these boys, they be potting I trust them like a lot And they told me that I get it Guess what? I got it You should do it too You will never lose If you ever do Must have been a ruse Ricky, that's my dude Stoops is super cool Sharks up in the pool I've been sparking up my tools I've been looking to win Spend a little again I've been first fiddled it in my God, I riddled again. I told them stop clowning around. They said what goes up comes down. I said I'm down with the sickness. My team stay ill now. Come get this. I'm just so David and light. I stay ready tonight. Deep dive, we rise. That's the melee, alright? D- David the light. D- David the light. Da 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 David the light. Hey. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Debbie Delight, brought to you by ExpandTheBoxScore.com. I'm your host, Ricky Valero. And, folks, today we are going to continue with our player profiles. We're going to continue on with the Big Ten running backs. As always, I'm joined by that little guy to the left of me. And if you're not watching, um, he's not to the left of you. But, Stoops, how are you today, buddy? I'm good. I just... um... Within my stretch, I realized I have a bruise on my arm somehow. Um, I don't know where that came from, but anyway, I'm doing good, staying busy. Um, you know, I'm still still at work. We're not open per se, but still working, staying busy. They they cut things down, so of course that just means more of a workload for the ones that are still there. But it is what it is. Again, through this times, can't can't complain too much. You know, um, a lot of other things to to take into consideration. But definitely excited to dive into this a little bit more. Um, I told you off air, the guy that I'm going to talk about, I wish I would have started the research process a little bit earlier because we're in that Debbie auction and man, I, I would have definitely bid up on him, but uh, excited, love doing these player profiles. It, it, you know, gives us a little bit more in depth information from what we already had previously. So definitely excited to hear who you're going to talk about and dive into the, the player that I chose. I agree as well. So uh, before we did that, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to send a special um, little announcement here. We've got a pretty big week planned next week for Stoops and I. We're going to have a lot of fun. It is draft week, which we're both excited about. We're doing a mock draft live on Sleeper um, at 7, p- or 7 p.m. No, 8 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. 7, uh, 7 p.m. <laughs> Central. Um, we have a couple spots still left. So if you want to join that, hit Stoops up or myself up on uh, Twitter. And then Tuesday, Stoops and I are going to do a live Instagram. We're going to play a little game of like, love, and hate for each position. Um, follow me on Instagram at RickyVillar underscore to find it more uh, close to the date. Wednesday, we'll be streaming live here um, the same way we have been. We're just going to talk about our final rankings, some last-minute draft thoughts. I'm pretty excited about it just to kind of you know, a little tease before the draft, I think. And then Thursday, I'm pretty excited as well. We will be doing a uh, live stream on YouTube, Periscope, everywhere you can watch us. Uh, at 7.30 Eastern, we'll be on. Uh, the draft starts at 8. 
Eastern. So we're going to sit there and dissect pick by pick by pick um, as they happen. We'll have some guests pop in and out. Um, it's going to be a big week, exciting week, and I hope that you guys join us. Stoops, I'm pretty excited, man. Yeah, I'm excited as well. It was funny. Whenever you were asking me, you know, um, let's do something, you know, each day next week. What do you want to do? I literally just said, send me the itinerary and I'm there. Like, <laughs> just just let me know what we're going to do. And I'm excited about it. Um, you know, yeah, we're a Debbie-specific podcast, but these are guys that we've been talking about for for months already previously. Um so I'm excited to finally be able to see their landing spots and, you know, talk about them, um, you know, the build up to the draft specifically. But, um, yeah, it, I've never gone live during a draft. I've never dissected pick by pick. I've, I've watched them. They're a lot of fun to watch. Um, and I know a lot of people do it. Um, so that's why it's, you know, if you, if you want to jump on um, even for five, ten minutes, if you want to jump on for the Ravens pick, the Jets pick, it doesn't matter, you know, jump on for a couple minutes, talk about it and we can go in depth with it. That's, that's what it's all about. You know, I know we're, we're one of many that's going to do it, but it's a blast. I've watched others do it. So excited to finally be able to dive in a little bit deeper um, on our end as well. And, and just start to expand our horizons. And that's, that's stuff that you've said before as well. We're just trying to give y'all more, you know, and expand our brand, you know, show that we can, do a little bit more as well. So definitely excited to get that going as far as next week, all those plans. So definitely excited about the Instagram live. I've actually never gone live on Instagram. Oh, I take that back. I did once. I did once and it was for a couple minutes and it was kind of just BSing around. Nothing nothing planned. It was just kind of uh, um, Jeremy Barker over at Back Row. He was live months, actually probably years now. And um, I think I requested to get on or something and we talked and then I left and we moved on. But um, I've seen you do them a lot. Um, it's fun. Um, I, I loved going on a tangent, but whenever you were trying to get that one guy back on, I guess something got disconnected and your other buddy jumped on it. <laughs> he hijacked the show, basically. It was hilarious. But no, it's it's going to be fun. I, I'm excited for what we've got planned next week. I hope everyone enjoys it and you know comes in and watches and shares and all that fun stuff. So it's going to be a good time. I'm glad the draft's still happening, even though it's virtually, but... Um, it's better than no draft. It's going to be interesting. You know what I mean? It's going to be weird. It's going to be extremely weird because we're not even going to be know what we're, you know, what we're in store for per se. And, and I'm excited about that. You know, how much is pick tipping going to happen per mm -hmm. se? Cause you know, not everybody's in the same ballpark. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about it. It's going to be definitely different, but it's going to be a lot of fun at the same time. I agree. All right, Stoops, kick us off with your big, 10 running back yeah so the big 10 running back that i'm going to talk about is mr journey brown out of penn state um sophomore well now he's going into his junior season um his freshman year he had a pretty light season only had seven rushing attempts for 40 yards he did have a rushing touchdown with one reception and nine receiving yards so didn't do a whole lot his freshman season but this past year he really broke out he definitely took over the the lead role i know they still kind of shared some carries around but um Journey Brown was definitely one that took over. He had 129 rush attempts, 889 rushing yards. That's a 6.9 yards per carry. That's absolutely phenomenal. 12 rushing touchdowns. Um, he saw 20 targets out of the backfield for the passing game, caught 15 of them. That's 75% catch percent there. That's phenomenal as well. 134 receiving yards with one receiving touchdown and 33 first downs. I think that's a number that we can definitely see increase this coming up season. I think they're really going to start to feed him the ball a lot more. He, um, 
He's got amazing speed. That's one thing I really noticed when I was watching the film. He definitely had good speed. He was able to break away from a lot of guys. He's got a lot of patience when he's running. He sees the hole and he continues to run. Um, and he's hard to tackle. He is very, very hard to tackle. Um, he slips those tackles very, very easily. I love that. His acceleration, um, it's there. It, you know, Like I said, he's patient behind the line. He definitely hits those holes, and his acceleration gets him um, through there and, and onward. I was watching some of his, you know, there's highlight film out there. There's game film. There's all that fun stuff. But um, like I said, he's tough to bring down. And at the 10.06 mark in the first quarter um, versus Memphis, he broke a tackle at the line of scrimmage. He then stiff-armed the next guy to the ground. As he broke that one, immediately stiff-armed the next guy to the ground and then continued on for a 32-yard touchdown. So he is just absolutely phenomenal when it comes down to breaking those tackles. Um Talking about his big plays, uh, in 2019 alone, had 144 total touches. 33 of his touches went for eight yards or more. That's 22.9%. And 10 of his touches um, went for 21-plus yards. That's 6.9%. But when you look at his total career touches, he had 19 career touches that went for uh, for 14 yards or more, and eight of them went for a touchdown. That's 42.1% of his touches of 14 yards or more that went for a touchdown. That's absolutely phenomenal. I absolutely love seeing that. And six of those eight touchdowns went for 21 yards or more. One thing that I, I, I came across, and I saw this in the comment section actually of a YouTube video that, that I was watching, his junior year of high school, junior year, and again, when you're, when you're a prospect, I mean, he was only a three-star prospect coming out, so he wasn't one of these five stars that everyone's talking about. You know, he he kind of had to work, work his way into this. But his junior year of high school, in one game, one game, 29 rush attempts, 722 rushing yards, and 10 rushing touchdowns in one game. That's phenomenal. Again, High school is high school, right? When you're one of those, you know, super ultra talented guys, you're gonna have those games. He had others where it was 200 yards, 300 yards, but as as amazing as that is, I've never seen someone with 722 rushing yards. I, I don't think I've even done that in Madden no, or the NCAA either. football games. I don't think I've even done that in a video game. He yeah, did that in either. real life. <laughs> um, it's just phenomenal. I absolutely loved watching his film. And that's one thing, and I've said this before. I've always been a numbers guy. I still love the numbers. But I've found <clears> myself <throat> watching more film. One, to see kind of their traits, right? Can they can they break tackles? Are they fast? Are they slow? Do they have patience? Whatever. So I love doing that. But watching his film, I, just, I, I watched probably 30, 40 minutes of it just straight. Just click play on the next one. Click play on the next one. I just kept going. I absolutely loved watching him. He's definitely one that's going to – force my hand to watch some Penn state games. Cause I want to see the ball in his hands. <laughs> um, another thing that I really, really enjoyed or, or looking into a little bit deeper, his career red zone production. So only had one target in the red zone as far as the pass game goes. So it definitely wasn't, you know, overly um, targeted at all inside the red zone, but he had 26 rush attempts, 98 rushing yards and eight rushing touchdowns. Again, this is essentially all coming inside um, this past season. His freshman year, like I said, it was definitely a little bit lighter. Definitely didn't see a whole lot of the touches. Um, but this this past year, he, he was the guy, I think. And I think coming into his junior season, he's going to be absolutely phenomenal. He's going to be the one that sees a bulk of these targets. Um, he had 19.1% of the scrimmage yards for the entire team. So he was definitely someone they got the ball to um, – very, very often as much as possible. So 
I loved what I saw from Journey Brown. I, I'm excited to see what this next year brings for him. Um, as far because the Penn State offense, they they just don't have any ultra talented wide receivers per se. So I think he's going to see a lot more targets outside of the backfield or out of the backfield as well. So we'll see really his 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 abilities in that passing game, which I think he's already shown us. But we're going to see. You know, he had the 20 targets. I think he can go upwards of 35, 40 targets. I think they might double that for him. And I think that's going to be absolutely phenomenal um, for what we can see from the next next level going into the, the pros, assuming he comes out after his junior season. He might decide to stay for senior, but we'll see. But I think this year is going to be big for him. If he can build off of what he did last year, become a 1,000-plus yard rusher, you know, let's call it 12, 1,300 yards, even the 12 touchdowns, like that's a phenomenal number, and I think that goes up. But show what you can do in the passing game, and I think it's just going to speak volumes and show that he is a top-notch um, running back in the the country and, you know, even a, a great draft prospect. Yeah, I. Uh, it's funny. I, whenever you were talking about the guy you were going to talk about this week, I slid in, was doing some information. And obviously, as you said, we talked about how we're in the same Debbie draft, and you're like, this dude sounds legit. You know what I mean? And it was like, oh my God, he is legit. And it's like, man, I really wish I would have put some, mm-hmm. you know, serious coin down for that guy for sure. The guy I'm going to talk about is Elijah Collins from Michigan State, six foot, 194, three star prospect. Uh, he was the 38th running back ranked in his class. Um, 46640. Um, not super fast, but fast enough. Last year he was on uh, PFFs uh, on the all Big Ten team. Um, he set a freshman Michigan State record, um, 192 yards in his first game and in, in college. It, that's insane. You know what I mean? Nothing like displaying what you're capable of doing right out the gate, right? 192, 192 yards on the ground. Um, over the season, he had 222 carries, 988 yards, five touchdowns, 15 catches, 99 yards. I do believe that he's going to see the ball a little bit more out of the backfield. Um, I saw some conversations with the coach and stuff like that. They said they want to utilize him in the out of out of the backfield a little bit better, which will only enhance his ability, and then of course enhance what you see of him playing um, three downs in the in, in on Sundays. So, watching his tape. I feel like he's capable of squeaking through some gaps. You know what I mean? He's 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 very shifty. He's uh he's capable of just he's just capable of outrunning defenders once he hits those gaps. And to me, it's kind of insane to watch him do that because he has that uh he has that second tier after the first, you know, after he hit that first hit, he doesn't always go down and then he breaks it deep for touchdowns or he just breaks a big game. Last year the man converted on 55 first downs. Um, one in, I think it's like one in four, one in four and a half touches, uh, equated to first downs. Um, nine out of the 13 games he played in last year, he had the ball. He touched the ball 15 times. They're going to rely more and more and more on this guy. They don't have a whole lot of talent on that offense. And of course there's some questions at the quarterback position. They're going to have to feed this guy the ball a lot. Right? So listen, this is, he was the first freshman, um, to record 300-yard games. Obviously, this is in Michigan State history, but you know, since Javon Rager back in 2004, which when I was doing my research, I completely forgot about Javon Ringer until I started talking about Javon Ringer. Do you remember Javon Ringer? No. No? No. Oh, well, okay. Now I feel like a... <laughs> 2004, all right? I, I feel old now. I was, 14, um, I was 14 years old, so... Thanks for that, man. Um, so, but 47 of his uh, 220 touches... 
resulted in either touchdowns and and uh, first downs. Hit 11 carries over 20 yards. He's more than capable of showcasing his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield as well. Um, with the offense being more focused on him next year and then running that offense through him, I really, really expect him to have even a bigger year. He's already talked about how his goal for this year is to rush over 1,000 yards. And we're talking about a guy that had 12 – he was 12 yards shy of 1,000 last year. So – He's already aiming high. I think he's going to be a quick learner, and I think that's he's going to be really, really good this year. Yeah, I, I'm excited to to see really all of these guys. Right? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That I'm really, really hoping that we we still get a full football season, NFL and college. So definitely to see these guys, especially the younger guys, right? Who had the opportunities, um, whether it be on a full time role or part time role, makes no difference to me. I just want to see what they can build on. That's my biggest thing: is what can they continue to build on. So, now I definitely agree. Um, love what we're going to see. Uh, I hope he's able to continue building on everything and just kind of keep going that route. So, you got anything else on him or? No, that's all I've got on him. But I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, there's some pretty good running backs going into the Big Ten this year. You know what I mean? There, there really is. I mean, you've got Elijah Collins here. You've got um, you got Zach Charbonnet from Michigan. I think yep. he's going to be really good this year. And, then of course, Master T. It'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that sit, you know, talk a lot about Master T. But then there's some other individuals on um, – that, that don't like him as much, that don't think the transition from him to Dobbins is going to be that smooth. Well, and if I remember correctly, um, I don't think it's been fully reported, but I think I think he's injured. I think they said it's a potential Achilles injury. Um, I don't think they've came out and truly said it. Um, so it's going to be interesting, but I definitely think with um, Trey Sermon, go into Ohio state. I think the job's his, I, I, I say that, right. He's coming off some, off some injuries as well. So, um, assuming master Teague isn't out for an extended period of time, if it's an Achilles, you got to think he's, he's, he's gone for a while, right. Um, potentially the, the entire season, especially, um, if it's a shortened season or whatever, I've even seen also not to get off uh, of where you're going with it, but, um, there's been talks and I don't know how serious the talks were to essentially shrink the season down as far as total games to only conference games, which it kind of sucks. Cause you know, there are those out of conference games where like, I know here up in uh, uh, Dallas um, at the Cowboys stadium where they always have, you know, like the, I don't remember what they call it, but it's always two top programs in the country. Um, not necessarily one and two ranked, but two highly touted uh, programs that come up, and play each other. So to miss that type of a game is going to definitely be sad to see. But at the same time, if we're still going to get, you know, eight, nine, 10 conference games, like, all right, it's something right. Um, right. Especially when you get into the big 10 games, the sec, um, I was going to say ACC, but nah, yeah, it's just Clemson. Really? Um, there's a couple other teams in there, honest, uh, obviously, but no. So yeah, definitely Big Ten running backs. I think that some of the guys are going to come out of nowhere that we haven't seen. But I think you know the guys that we've talked about. I still think Stevie Scott's a guy to to really keep an eye on. I got him in that Debbie auction for three bucks. Um, he's a guy to take a chance on, in my opinion. Um, and Trey Sermon coming in, I think that's going to be a big big thing. But yeah, Zach Charbonnet. I think he because if I remember correctly, he was a five star prospect coming out of high school. Um, so he was definitely someone that was really really talked about. Um, and I don't think he quite you know, lived up to, I mean, he had a phenomenal season still, I guess, 756 rushing yards, but that Michigan offense, let's be, let's be honest. 
it it did well, not I'm hoping perform. it's going to be better it should be better with a better quarterback you know what i mean it's going to open up a whole lot exactly so i was watching this one clip right and it was talking about the michigan offensive line and they basically were saying like the blocking so there's five offensive linemen and they literally threw all three of the defenders that were rushing to the ground so yeah. Well, okay, let me rephrase. Two of them. One of them did get around the edge, but he was still being blocked. Shea Patterson ran to that guy. Like, you have an open hole in the middle to step yeah. up and continue through your reads or run the ball for four, five, six yards potentially. No, he he runs straight towards the guy, and I don't know what the end result was because it cut off. But, you know, that Michigan offense, it just it, there was some struggles this past season. And I think, like you said, with a new quarterback under the reins – with Patterson gone, that's that's the whole that's the biggest <laughs> thing. Not yeah. even an, it's a new quarterback, but with Patterson gone, I think Michigan's definitely a team that that can um, take a take a leap and, and actually show what they're truly capable of. They do have a good coach. We talked about that on I want to say it was last week's episode. Um, yeah, very briefly, but um, I think Harbaugh can definitely coach. Right, he, he's he's got talent. It's Michigan. They get a top recruiting class all the time. They've got a top running back. Um, they just got to put it together, man. It's it, it's like the USC, right? We say yep. this all the time. The talent's there. Um, it's just got to get put together, and we got to we got to see it on a, on a bigger bigger scale. So, definitely excited to see what these Big Twelve running. I'm sorry, Big Ten, Big Ten running backs. Um, can I get them do. mixed up all the time. I, oh, I really do. Well, seeing like, as how the Big Twelve doesn't even have twelve teams, well, um, yeah. <laughs> but um. No, I'm excited for it, man. It's I just I just want some football, to be man. honest with you. College specifically, in my honest opinion. But to be um, honest with you, I I'm just as excited about college as I am the pros this year. But like for me, it's like just, just please be gone before football season. I know. I don't care if they're playing in front of nobody. I don't really care anymore. Just give me some football. Well, and that's gonna be the the interesting thing is so like if this continues on for another month or two yeah. i don't know what, what does that mean does that mean okay so a month and a half down the road cool hey we're opening things up slowly but surely whatever but then are they gonna say okay cool granted we're still what we're still a couple months before even the first game would come around but are they gonna say hey for the first three weeks i don't know no fans or are they gonna say hey we're only allowing x amount of people in and i think that would create more chaos than just saying no fans um especially because people have bought so many tickets already, man, this we've said it before. This is just unbelievable. We've never, we've never lived in a time like this and it's definitely, definitely wild to see, but overall big 10 running backs, there's a lot of talent there. A lot of new guys and little new faces that we're going to see coming in. Um, And then guys that we've been watching, they're going to start to really, really get their role, right? They're going to, they're going to finally fall into place and we're going to see that they're the focal point of that offense and, and, Carries are going to go up. Targets are going to go up in the passing game. And hopefully that means receiving yards, rushing yards, touchdowns, less fumbles, you know, in some, yep. some players, um, you know, instances. And that was a good thing about journey Brown. Um, he has no fumbles, no fumbles in his whole, whole entire college career. albeit again, just two years, but we've seen other guys who are upwards of eight, nine, 10 fumbles through one to two years. So for him to have zero fumbles, I think that's phenomenal. One thing I do want to see from Jordan Brown is more first downs. I think he's got great um, contact balance, so I think that's going to help with it. But I, I think we just want to see a little bit higher in that first down mark. Keep the keep the chains rolling and and you know continue to build on that offense. So overall, though, like you said, Big Ten running backs, I think you're going to be fun to watch this year. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree 100. percent And folks, next week, um, Stoops and I are going to deviate from the player profiles just a hair. 
We're going to talk about all of the picks in the draft, what we, uh, what are kind of, not what our rankings are, but what our thoughts are about landing spots. Because obviously we've been talking about all these guys for months, but the landing spots now in your fantasy Devi drafts, all your drafts combined, it doesn't matter. When you guys are getting ready to do that, now we have landing spots. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? J.K. Dobbins can go from RB1 to RB5 because he gets drafted by the Cowboys. Now that's just a, you know, right. it's not going to happen, but that's just an example. But yeah, so I'm excited about that. Next week we're going to do that. Remember the big week that we have planned. Just check out our Twitter pages. We're going to be promoting it every single day. Head on over to expandtheboxscore.com. Uh, check out and utilize this tool that we use week to week. We've got some fun stuff planned here in the near future. So um, yeah, until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. See y'all later. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.